Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for healers, coaches, and changemakers who are seeking answers, hungry for impact, and open to possibilities. Join us for casual and epic conversations for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of unity consciousness and quantum numerology. The key to claiming your personal power, activating your purpose, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for yet another epic Rebel Radio conversation with my new friend, Neil. Welcome to the show, Neil. I'm so glad that you're here today. Oh, I am super excited, Cindy. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. So before we went live, I shared a little bit of your numerology with you. And I'm curious, what was something that you took away from that conversation that really landed for you? Oh, about how spot on things are. <laughs> <laughs> you really can't make this you, shit up. <laughs> you, you're converted. I'm converted. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's math, right? So it just, yeah, that's how I see it is it's just our mathematical code. And you can't make math up. It is science. So I love that. So tell us a little bit about who is Neil? What do you, who are you? <laughs> oh, Christy, I'll tell you. So this is an interesting answer or interesting question. I am a soul on an evolutionary journey to bring love and peace and harmony to the world. And that's what my book is about. Mm, I and love you are that. you and you are a soul on an evolutionary journal. Everybody is. So everybody is. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your book. What's your book about? What what inspired you to write the book? Okay, so we'll get to the name of the book and everything later on. So what inspired me to write it? So I was born in 1960 and uh, professional engineer with an MBA. And um, from 2002 to 2015, I was in consulting uh, at that period. And I slowly drove myself to the brink of suicide. And I, at 2015, I realized I was in this really deep and dark depression and I wanted to get out of it. So I picked up some spiritual books. I picked up science books. I tried to change how I thought. Mm -hmm. Couldn't happen. Didn't happen. Our house finally sold after being on the market for five years. My wife went to Toronto, Ontario, Canada to visit uh, family. And I sat down at this little one bedroom rental kitchen uh, table and crafted my suicide note. And I was planning, and I was planning it out for three months, so I could say goodbye to loved ones without them knowing what I was going to do, and ensure my wife would be okay financially before I pulled the trigger. Wow! That and then uh, some material had just fortuitously come to me a week prior to that, mm -hmm. and it promised to liberate me from my thinking if I studied it and followed it. Mm -hmm. And I was looking for any sliver of hope to, uh, you know, hang on. Uh, even though I was done with life, it's just like, what's the purpose? I make a lot of money. I spend a lot of money. I can't get ahead. I was, I was totally miserable. And we're all great actors in our environment. We put on this facade. We can project whatever we want to family, friends, clients. No one knew. And um, anyway, so I put the suicide, I pushed it. I crafted my note. I planned it. I put the note away. I... Um, <clears throat> decided I'd study this material and if it worked, great. And if it didn't, then I could pull the trigger. And mm -hmm. a year later, I woke up, 
my depression was entirely gone. I was full of this inner peace and love and joy, and I wanted to share it with the world. Mm. And um, 13 months after I began this process, I went into two meditations, two days apart. And <clears throat> as you go through this process, uh, you, you raise your human consciousness vibrational level. Uh, the spiritual energy uh, flowed into my head, throughout my body, entirely engulfed me in unconditional love. And it it was, it's, we don't have the human language to describe it, but it was, I felt totally cradled in unconditional love, not judged. I didn't care about what I had done in the past, what anybody had done in the past to me. I didn't care what aches and pains my body had, what illnesses it had. I just wanted to stay there forever. Mm. And I, and I had two of those two days apart. And as soon as I had those two experiences, I knew that what I learned was true, and I wanted to share it with everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, oh, I'd like to share this from the rooftops. And I thought, okay, well, I'm going to be looked at like an idiot. So it <laughs> <laughs> took me a couple of years to figure out the best way to do that is to write a book. So I wrote a book, and I shared the exact process that I went through mm-hmm. in the hopes that it will help people, um, you know, come into this entirely new way, uh, new experience of life and understand what life really is and express unconditional love to everyone and everything in their environment. And uh, eventually as we each change our shift our consciousness and we learn this material and we follow this process or processes like it, we will bring this world into a new era of love and peace. And that's, and that's the goal of my book. I love that so much. What a powerful story to go through just the dark depths of the soul to come through the other side. And thank you for sharing this work in the world. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, I'm glad we're here. You're listening. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So something that you touched on in that was this idea of consciousness. And this is something that I ask every guest and every guest has a different definition, which I love so much. What does unity consciousness mean to you? Well, let me tell you what consciousness means to me. So we'll, we'll back up and we'll talk what people think. Uh-huh. So a lot of people will say that we are matter imbued with consciousness. Mm-hmm. And so if you read my book and you follow the seven steps, you'll actually understand what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. We are not matter imbued with consciousness. That's a fallacy. Mm-hmm. We are consciousness made visible through the descent of vibrational frequency of electrical particles. Boom, right there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a great definition. Continue. <laughs> So um, this body we think is solid, it becomes our identity. Our little I mind of ego is created at the time of conception. Mm -hmm. Our soul is infused in that process. Our soul is here on evolutionary journey over many lifetimes in varying genders, varying places of origin, varying cultures, religions, um, ethnicities. And it's all here in this evolutionary process to learn the lessons it wants to learn and experience the variety of feelings and have the variety of experiences that it wants to experience. We come from unconditional love. We return to unconditional love. 
and we are here we are not here to please god we are here to express god but while our egos are in control we create the strife and the uh, anger and the vitriolic outrage and the wars in this world and we are here to express unconditional love but this is a, a divinely ordained process for the soul to learn to let or for the uh, soul to learn to finally wake up understand what it's doing to itself and go through a process to gain mastery over your life while you're here to express unconditional love to everyone and everything in your environment oh. and <clears throat> yeah we could go on i could go on right. and on <laughs> <laughs> and, and so let not... me let, let, so let me tell you this analogy yes please we're we're like method actors we come here the ego takes control of uh of our bodies and of the construction of the body through using life force energy intelligent life force energy uh and constructs the body to this genetic plan mm. and as we grow from babyhood to adulthood we think we're becoming versed in the ways in the world but what we're really doing is we're binding down our soul and we're shutting it off from the light from the connection with the divine when the soul finally wakes up then what we need to do is go through this process and this is all described in my book you go through this process where you cleanse yourself of all the things that uh is that embedded in your thinking patterns in your subconscious and your unconscious mind that you have programmed your ego is programmed and uh you dissolve these bondages of the uh of the ego to allow the soul to start to gain mastery in your life. Mm. And when your soul starts to gain mastery, you go through this process of connecting back with the divine, you get help with this process, and you dissolve these bondages to finally be this pure expression of unconditional love. And that might take a number of lifetimes to happen, but that's the process that you go through. And then when your soul finally gains mastery in whichever lifetime that is, when this body dies and returns to dust it's ephemeral the soul is infinite and eternal and it will move on and it will not need to be reincarnated again it will step into the light and that is when your real life begins hmm. i love that i love what you said too that we're not here to please god we're here to be expressions of god that's i love that it's really powerful it's and it's all true. <laughs> it's all true. <laughs> and that right there is why you and I are friends now. <laughs> I love it. So tell us a little bit about some of maybe the rituals or habits that you have in place to stay devoted to unity consciousness as an entrepreneur, as an author, you're doing things in the material experience. So how do you stay devoted to that? Uh, so let me tell you, when you begin this process, you're going to learn new knowledge and you're going to impress new brain cells with new knowledge and they operate at a higher vibrational frequency at the top of your head underneath the skull. As you grow through this process, you grow that opening and um, that enables you to connect back with the divine. And when you make this connection with the divine and the spiritual energy flows into you, um, you know, so you do this through a specific meditation and through a specific process of cleansing and rebuilding. And when you do this, you make this connection with the divine. And once you 
understand and you have these experience where you know that what you now know is true, you will carry on with this process. So what's the ritual? The ritual is I meditate every morning and I meditate when I get in bed at night and I have this strong connection with the divine and it inspires me and it gives me instructions and it tells me um, you know, it gives me suggestions or instructions about what I should be doing, but I still have free will. And the free will is this part of the ego that if you let the ego take that free will, it can lead you astray. So if you, <laughs> yeah. if you release your will and you allow, and you follow the will of the divine that is expressing itself to you, you bring all the, all of the, the peace, the security, the love, the joy that you are looking for, it's all inside you. You just need to know how to unlock it. Unfortunately, we let our externalities drive our world. What you see is merely a reflection of your beliefs. You change your beliefs, you change with what change what you see. Yeah. And when you go through this process, you change your beliefs, you change what you see, and you just want to bring love to the world. Yeah, I love it. Spoken like a true six right there. <laughs> so good. So as an entrepreneur, you know, we see a lot of these old school marketing tactics and all of these things. It's a manipulative and, you know, that scarcity mindset and things like that. And I'm curious, how do you go about your marketing, your book, for example, without falling back into the old ways of doing business? So uh, this is going to be leveraged onto your, so we'll come to your question. You know, <laughs> you program your mind and you adopt these beliefs and these patterns of thinking. Mm -hmm. And most of us let our externalities drive our world. That reinforces your thinking. When you actually understand that we live in this duality, that your soul is your reality, this body is just this tool, this for you to learn the lessons that you need to learn when you're on the school on earth, then you will start to learn and understand that if you think nutrition is good for your body, and it is the right nutrition, what you feed your mind is more important for your overall health and well-being than what you feed your body. So when you understand the kinds of things that you individually and collectively that we feed our minds, you will understand what is harmful and destructive to the soul and you will want to cleanse yourself of those things. So I don't engage in any of things that are harmful to my soul. When I see a soul today, I, or when I see a person today, I see their soul. Their soul is perfect. Their soul is unconditional love, is equal to my soul. And anything that they're doing that's reprehensible is merely the expression of their ego for to create the experiences that they need to draw into their life to learn the lessons that they need to learn. Mm -hmm. And it's a law of cause and effect. What you put into motion through your individual thinking and feeling must manifest what we collectively put into motion with our collective thinking and feeling through the reading of all of the th scary things in the newspaper and all the uh, anger and outrage and uh, all the marketing stuff that happens and what you watch in film and TV, the destructive consciousness forms that are created, when we collectively are thinking about those things, we're putting into motion stuff that must manifest. 
So things are going to get worse in this world until we individually change our consciousness and then collectively change our consciousness to become in alignment with who we really are. And who we really are is our soul. We are unconditional love. And so what do I do? I don't engage. Beautiful. I love that answer. And you know, it's true. The more we love, the more we stop even focusing on those things. And you know, like, I just don't even care about the news or what's going on anymore, because I'm not the, the engagement's not even there. It's not like I had to consciously make a decision to stop watching the news. I consciously made a decision to love more. And therefore, the news just kind of fell away for me. I love that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So good. So another question that we love to talk about here at Rebel Radio is the question of wealth. And this is a question that every guest has a different definition as well. What does wealth mean to you? Well, I'll tell you what, it, I'm going to start with what it doesn't mean. It's got nothing <laughs> to do. It's got nothing to do with money or material things or goods. Yep. Wealth is uh, your connection with the divine you're uh, uh, I mean you are created to bring the divine down through your mind through your creative processes and express it to the world wealth is this um, you know ability to do this to bring the divine down so that the divine can express itself through you and to the material world to be a beacon of light for others to be curious about to be drawn to to help them go through this process this inner journey to come back to who they really are and so wealth is really about helping other people when you are a purified child when you think with electrical impulses in the brain you feel with magnetic impulses in the nervous system the magnetic impulses center and bond your electrical thinking which is a consciousness plan into a blueprint and the more you reinforce that blueprint and charge it with the uh, electromagnetic feelings that you have be it a happy feeling and loving feeling or a hateful feeling you magnetize this blueprint to create an, uh, a like experience or event in your lifetime. You create everything that you comes into your life, whether you, it, you feel it's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. And when you understand these consciousness forces and how we use the laws of the universe through these scientifically known mechanisms to create every event and every experience into our life, you can then make a conscious decision to start unwinding yourself and to cleanse yourself to be this expression of unconditional love and in and when you're fully cleansed and you are a purified channel you will be able to manifest anything into this world that you desire but your desire will not be for anything personal it'll be for what's good for your environment your community and your country and the world you will want to express unconditional love and bring that to everybody in the world about the love. I love it. <laughs> More love. Just let's just sprinkle that shit on everything, right? Exactly. <laughs> I love it. So tell us what is one truth that you wish every entrepreneur knew? Every healer, every coach, every spiritual teacher, those of us who are on in the online space trying to make this thing work and try to spread this message. What do you wish they knew? Uh, 
I think that, um, you know, a lot, so when you get, so there's two types of people. Mm-hmm. So let's deal with the general masses first. Okay. So the one thing I think everybody needs to know, whether you're, uh, you know, whether you're wealthy or poor, ill or uh, healthy um, or happy or depressed, you are in control, control of what you bring into your life through mm-hmm. your thinking and your feeling. And when you can understand these processes, understand what was before the Big Bang, the impetus for the Big Bang, what happened at the time of the Big Bang, and how we use these materialized processes to create every event and every experience in our life, you can then learn these processes uh, to cleanse and to rebuild and to become this uh, purified expression of, of unconditional love and everything that you're seeking and peace, joy, safety, and security will come into your life. For all of the people that are already knowledgeable about this stuff, um, the, the big thing is that no matter what you do, you still have to go through this inner cleansing of your consciousness and rebuilding it. And I know that there's many spiritual teachers out there that are very successful um, and uh, they continue to teach and sell things which are helpful to people, but maybe not totally on point. Mm. And, um, you know, there's nothing that is, um, there's no instant gratification on any of this. It takes time, energy, and effort to do it. And if you have the right process and you have the new knowledge, you can become this beacon of light for others to learn. And there's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. It's just whether you're ready to do this process or not. I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to make sure that everybody knows how to find your book. So if anyone is interested in the audience, you can uh, see it in the show notes. We'll make sure that everybody has the links to go find that because I'm excited to read your book. Very excited. (laughs) I want to thank you for being on the show today. But as always, we end the show with one last question. What do you dream of for the world? I dream of a uh, a world where we live in complete peace and harmony and love and support of each other. And we have moved away from the selfishness and the greed and the uh, desire for more material goods at the expense of other people and at the expense of this planet. Mm. Beautiful dream. Thank you for sharing and thank you for being on the show today. Thank you very much, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and wish to expand the message of unity consciousness, please share this episode, leave a review, and of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information in your own life and business, check out our website or contact us for more information. It is time for us all to seize our personal power, come into unity, and create massive impact together. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.